Before we start, I wanted to let you know that you can listen to episodes of Please Tell Me a Story ad-free by subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts. You can start your free trial now by clicking Try Free at the top of the Please Tell Me a Story show page in the Apple Podcasts app. Sakisa, please tell me a story. Sean, this is my story. Hello, I'm Ahmed Jalili and welcome to Please Tell Me a Story, a show where six funny people tell each other the same story over and over and over again. Ahmed. Sean. Helen. Kai. Abby. Please tell me a story. Ahmed, this is Sakisa's story. Who told Sean. And then Sean literally told Ahmed. That told Helen. Who told Kai. Who told me. 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 Sounds like the simplest concept going, but... And then when did I stop listening? I feel like I stopped listening for a little bit around here. Just to the most important yeah. bit. Yeah! <laughs> We're unravelling a mystery this week, so I'll hand over to the most mysterious person I know. Ooh, is that me? Yeah, that's you. I mean, we don't even know what you look like. And you never will. Story time. This week in the chair, it's Sakisa. Please tell me a story. Sakisa, please tell me a story. Sean, this is my story. Change of plan. This week, Sakisa is telling a murder mystery, and it seems only right that you find out what happened in a murder mystery at the end. Sakisa told Sean an intricate, tense, and ultimately quite disturbing story about a surreal flight involving mix ups. Oh, hell! No! Alcohol. We spend the next two hours knocking back mimosas, though. Fights. Then at light speed, Shirley lunges at me with a blade. And, of course, a murder. There's an act of murderer! So let's see if you, detective listener, can piece the story together without having heard the original. (laughs) And then that's exactly how it goes. Bravo! I hope you enjoyed the story. Oh, I did. Sound good? Let's do it. Especially the Scottish accent. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be so bad. (laughs) Ooh, there was a Scottish accent, was there? How exciting. I bet that's going to cause havoc. Right, Sakisa, get out. Let's bring Omid in. And Sean, get in the chair. So, Sean, please tell me a story. Omid, this is Sakisa's story, who she told to me. We're going on a... Hen party. One of my best mates, she's getting married and she's invited everybody. And the big day has come that we all jet off. We're going to Corfu. We go to the airport. We get there bright and early. It's around 7am. So we're straight on it. On the mimosas. Getting them into us. Make the flight a bit easier. When we're ordering at the bar though, we can't help but notice a bit of a kerfuffle at the Nando's next to the, the Weatherspoons. There's some woman giving at out... At the airport? At the airport, yeah. This is before they've gone through security. This is before security, yeah. Or after, no, before security, uh, they're having a few mimosas and then there's a bit of a kerfuffle coming from the Nando's next to the bar they're in. This woman is giving out stink about the terrible service, making a huge scene. At the Nando's? At the Nando's. So I make a mental note of that and think, whatever, we'll carry on. Eventually the time comes to go to the gate. There's a bit of waiting around, you know how it is, waiting for the door to open up. And, um, okay, while Sakisa is sitting there, she looks over and some guy catches her eye, some Hollyoaks looking guy. And she thinks, okay, this is interesting, until he licks his lips at her. And she raises a middle finger and says, get a load of that. Mm. She says, what a dick, this day's going weird. The plane starts boarding and Shirley is the uh, air steward loading people on. 
So uh, Tash is the name of the bride-to-be. Mm-hmm. She's boarded onto the plane first. Great. Meanwhile, Sakisa and a couple of her friends are at the back of the queue. Um, by the time they get to the front, for some reason, the air steward says, we can't board you right now. And they think, OK, that's weird. Eventually, the door closes on the, the boarding, you know, the gate to, mm. to the plane. They think, that's weird. Sakisa goes up to the door and says, what's going on? We weren't allowed to board the plane. And uh, Stacy, the air steward, says, we're not able to board you on this plane for some mysterious reason. Oh. But... Just Sakiza. Just Sakiza and two of her friends. And two of her friends, yeah. But, good for you, Sakiza, we can get you in first class on a later flight. So they think, okay, that's Fine. good. <laughs> so they get on the plane, they get seated, put the seatbelt on, and Sakiza conks out. She's asleep. Uh, by the time she wakes up, it's a few hours later, she's got this horrible migraine. She thinks, God, I'm also bursting. I need to go to the bathroom. So she stands up, goes to the bathroom, and outside the door, there's already this horrendous smell, like the worst smell imaginable. And she thinks, oh God, what has somebody Before done in there? Before she goes into the toilet. Before she even goes in. Then she opens the door. What does she find? Cue sound effect. Two dead bodies in the plane toilet. Who were the two dead bodies? It was only the weird guy who was licking his lips and the snooty woman from Nando's earlier. No. What a twist. What is going on here? Wow. That's not the end of the story? No, 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 no. Okay. She turns to her side and suddenly there's a mysterious man stood there. And he goes, hello, I'm Detective Duncan. A Scottish detective has shown up out of nowhere. And he says, step aside. Let me have a look. He says, there's been a murder. A double murder. So there's a Scottish detective who just happened to be on the plane as well. Yes, very conveniently. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He was there just in time. As she looks down the plane, the first class, aside from her two friends, is completely empty. She thinks that's weird. Until she turns around, who has stood behind her? Stacy, the spooky air steward. But she says, you're not supposed to be here. And then she brandishes a knife. And she says, I need more souls. Need more souls. Souls. She's reeling. She's backing up, backing up for her safety until all of a sudden, smack. Sakisa's friends, her two bezies, were there. Punched Stacy in the back of the head. Sat back down. Went up to the detective, said, there, there's your killer. And he said, well done. Case closed. Let's all go to Corfu and have a few mimosas. So they all land in Corfu. They decide not to tell their friends, uh, the bride-to-be, that they've been witnesses to a double murder on the plane because they think it'll bring the vibe down. Uh, And then it was a lovely holiday, a fantastic, successful hen party in Corfu. The end. And that's exactly how it went. What the fuck? (laughs) My thoughts too, Ahmed. What a wild and strange ride that was. An innocent flight to Corfu turned into the trip from hell, complete with a soul-seeking flight attendant, a conveniently placed Scottish detective and a lot of drinking. We don't actually know how close it was to the truth. That will have to wait until the end. Omid now takes the hot seat to tell the story to Helen, who seems to be in a disruptive mood. I don't think she gave it. Was there a time? I don't remember a time being given. 1817. Okay. 2069. Ahmed, please tell me a story. Well, I'm going to tell you a story that was told by Sakisa, mm-hmm. who told Sean, mm-hmm. who's now told me. Okay. The story I'm going to tell you is not a fantasy. It's a real story. So I want to give it the seriousness that it deserves. <laughs> okay. Sakisa has a friend called Tash, 
who uh-huh. is getting married and they're getting ready for a hen night and they're bringing all their friends and family and they decide to fly to Corfu for a hen party. Nice. And they all arrive at the airport. They didn't say which airport. They arrive at the airport nice and early, about seven o'clock in the morning. In the nearing Nando's, where they're having a drink. Now, Nando's, obviously, there must be a Nando's at some airport where you go through the security. Gatwick. Is it Gatwick? Probably yeah. Gatwick, yeah. South Terminal. I'm, I'm thinking they're travelling EasyJet to Corfu, okay? <laughs> All right. I don't want to make it cheap, but I've obviously gone EasyJet. Here we go. Here we go. At a nearby Nando's, they hear a kerfuffle. There's okay. a kerfuffle going on and an argument. They get temporarily distracted, but there's a woman there who's refusing. She's complaining about um, service, being, being badly served. There's a kerfuffle shouting. Oh, no. But they ignore it. Then they go through to the gate. And you know, they hang around by the gate and they're sat down. And she notices there's a man staring at her. She looks up and there's a man staring at her rather intensely. And she stares back. And then the man then looks at her and licks her lips. In a way we don't understand. I don't know if it was a sexual thing or something. But Sakiza then gives him the finger. Classic. All right? Yeah. And she ignores that. And then... As she's getting ready to go... Omid remembers the scene at the boarding gate well, so let's fast forward to that fated first-class flight. She wakes up as the plane... She hasn't even heard it take off. They're in the air, and she's desperate for the toilet now. So she gets up to go to the toilet, but as she's outside the toilet, she smells something terrible coming from the toilet. We don't know what it is. It's something awful. It's hit her as she's got to the toilet. And then she opens a door... At which point we hear this sound effect. There's an orchestra in the EasyJet toilet. Well, it's to it's to punch up what she's about to see, okay. which is what she did not expect. It wasn't poo. It was two dead bodies. I was gonna okay. I was gonna say dead body. That was my guess. Yes, that's so mad. Two. It's two dead bodies, and they are the man. <gasps> no, who was licking his lips, and then. A detective who happens to be on the plane, who's Scottish, says, excuse me, I need to see what's going on here. And he looks at us and he says, there's been a murder. And there is, I forgot to say, there was, there was a uh, an air steward called Stacy, who was there, who has been quite stroppy with her. I understand that. I didn't get the whole thing. But the air steward comes up to Sikiza, takes out a knife and says, I'm looking for more souls. Souls. Ahmed nails the ensuing fight, so let's get to the arrivals at Corfu, shall we? And um, they don't get charged with anything. In fact, they're all given commendations for bravery. And that is how the story went. Commendations for bravery is a lovely addition. But hey, who knows, that could have been in Sakisa's initial telling. I'd say you certainly gave the story the seriousness it deserved, Omid. What serious story doesn't mention poo, dead bodies and a crazy flight attendant seeking out souls? Omid now leaves the room to be replaced by Kai and Helen takes the chair. Helen, please tell me a story. Gladly. This is a story that Sakisa told to Sean and then Sean literally told Omid and then Omid told me. Okay? Okay. Brace yourself. Sakisa's friend Tasha's getting married. What's up? (laughs) And they're all like super excited. It's like a big group of girls. They're going for a hen weekend and they're like, let's go Corfu. Because why wouldn't you, right? Why wouldn't you? So they arrive at the airport. 
We don't know which one. Just let it be. Okay. I thought Detective Helen worked out it was Gatwick South. Back yourself, Helen. The story progresses nicely. We hear about the woman in Nando's and Mm. Middle Finger Man. But along the way, Helen starts to worry that Kai might not actually be listening. So, are you taking this in? I'm taking this all in. I'm sorry, you literally just blanked (laughs) out for about 30 seconds. I'm taking in this story. Where's Cash? On the plane. Correct. They're about to go oh, it's away. worth checking. It's worth checking. <laughs> Just tell the story. Okay. <laughs> <This is laughs> okay, tell me. And then, so Kisa is told, it's up, look, we're sorry, it's full. Right. You'll be on the next flight. We'll put you in first class with the other girls. And she's like, screw it. We're a bit drunk already. We'll get on Who's the next flight. Fir- Sakisa. She'll get on first class on the next plane. The next plane. Yeah. Right. So they're like, okay, have a couple more drinks. Okay. They get to the gate. They get on the second Who's flight. Who's they? Like the couple of girls that were left behind. You got that, Kai. Doesn't sound like you do. Helen takes us aboard the flight and in front of the toilet door, where... She opens the door and then the sound effect... You hearing it? I'm hearing this. Yes! The sound effect plays and Skisa opens the door and it's two dead bodies on a... Come on, this is madness, right? Two bodies in there and she looks at it and she goes, wait a second... That's the man from the gate. And it's the woman from the, the Nandos. Nandos. It's oh all coming together now. God. And she goes back out and she's like, oh my God. And she tells Stacy, the air hostess. Stacy. And she's telling her friends. And they're like, what, what the hell? And then when did I stop listening? I feel like I stopped listening for a little bit around here. Just to the most important yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely right. there's a soul. I think I was just desperately trying to remember the sound effects. I went to a mind palace for a bit. Okay. Then, um, um, Sakisa's like, there's two dead bodies. There's a Scottish detective. What? On the the plane, right? And he's from Scotland. And he's like, there's been a murder. There's been a murder on on the plane. Slightly racist, but okay. So, we're done with so much love and heart. There's been a murder. And... Skeeter's like, oh my God. And she goes back to find Stacy and she realises there's no one else on the plane apart from her, her friends, the Scottish detective, and the bodies. And then Stacy's the air hostess. And Stacy says, I'm Stacy. Stacy. Did I say Stacy? The air hostess. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you didn't actually. Maybe I didn't. You didn't know you might not have. No, now you you're getting in my no, head. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Stace. I'm trying to phase you out. Stace, you, Don't you do a Kai. Don't do a Kai. Right right. Okay. Stacey Oster says, I'm, I'm collecting souls. And then starts attacking Sakisa. The flight attendant. The I flight think so. I think so. <laughs> starts attacking her. And then everyone else starts freaking out. And then one of Sakisa's friends, or Sakisa could be, knocks Stacey out to the ground and she might be dead. Who might be dead? Stacey, I think. Yeah, Stacey might be dead. And then um, the plane lands and then they get off and they have a lovely time in Corfu and they're never questioned about it. Well, no PTSD or anything after that. No, they literally go straight out there living the dream. Okay, so straight out there just like, Jaeger bombs. Um, Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, let's add Jaeger bombs to it. (laughs) I'm definitely adding Jaeger bombs. And they do shots. And that is exactly how it is. Is that exactly how it is? I mean, we haven't heard the original, so it could be. 
but it definitely felt like Helen was losing it towards the end. Things got a bit hazy around who Stacy really was and what happened to her. But I'm glad we ended up downing some Jaeger bombs. That's always fun. And I'm not totally sure Kai was keeping up with the details, which doesn't fill me with confidence about how this next bit is going to go. Helen now vacates the chair to be replaced by Kai, who tells the story to Abby. Kai, please tell me a story. Okay. This is the story that's a Kisa told Sean, that told Omid, that told Helen, that told me. Nice. Sakisa is going on a hendy nice. to Corfu with her best mate, Tasha. They go to the airport and uh, they go into Hernando's. Uh-huh. Go into Hernando's. Normal. You're going to get a pre-flight meal in Nando's. She sees a guy, just a girl. <laughs> she sees a girl Are in Nando's. Sure? Yeah. Okay. Just kicking off. She's like smashing bottles. Just kicking <sighs> off, right? Okay. To be fair to Kai, he did well for the middle part of the story. So let's stand in front of our favourite place. That stinky plain bathroom. And then she hears, she like smells this weird aroma, this pungent stench. And she looks in the bathroom and... Oh! There's two dead bodies. Shut up! Two bodies dead. Okay. Not alive. They are dead. Oh she gosh. looks at the two faces. The man that mugged her off in the terminal, the woman that mugged her off... In Nando's. She then oh, goes they're back. they're going to think she's done it. She goes back to her seat and, uh, oh, yeah, this is the bit where Helen was like, oh, there's a Scottish detector that was on the plane that she forgot about it. So the whole time. I didn't, yeah, okay. I don't know which bit that was me in. And um, he was like, sorry if this comes across offensive. He was like, there's been a murder. <laughs> no, don't make me do a Scottish accent. <laughs> you're going to have to do it. I don't want to <laughs> do gonna it. You're going to have to do it in a I second. Can't. It's probably the end of your career. I'm never going <laughs> to work about, again. There's been a murder. Oh dear, that was a particularly bad accent. Apologies to any Scottish people listening. Let's fast forward to the arrivals gate in Corfu. And then basically they got off the plane and they were just no trauma whatsoever. They just were like, we're in Corfu! And they just <laughs> drank Jaeger bombs in Lineker's bar. That might be, we might have added that on, that might not be there. But they were just drinking cocktails. Like and do. they just had a lovely holiday. That is exactly how it goes. Exactly. 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 Verbatim. I trust you completely. <laughs> not sure I do, Abby, but you do, and that's what matters. I'm glad we've now established that Sakisa and her friends just enjoyed a lovely holiday after what sounds like the most traumatising flight of all time. How nice for them. It's now time for Abby to retell the story to the source. Enter Sakisa. Abby, can you please tell me my story? OK, Sakisa, this is your story, as told by Sean, who told Omid, who told Helen, who told Kai, who told me. It was Tasha's Hempai. You are all going to Corfu. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Party. Um, and you went to the airport, Heathrow, perhaps. <laughs> I don't remember. And there was a Nando's. So you went for the cheeky Nando's in the airport, the pre-flight <laughs> Nando's, and... There was this woman in Nando's just giving you a dirty look and you were like, what's her problem? 
you went to the plane and mm-hmm. they only let two of your friends on the plane and you and uh, another two friends were not allowed on the plane. You didn't know why. You were like, it's, everything's fine. Like, it's all good. Just wait here for a second. And then you saw this other man also giving you a real day look. Mm. And you're like, do I smell or something? Like, why are they all looking at me like this? Um, I'm going to remember your face as well. Okay. Hun. Then the plane took off. And you were like, what the fuck? That was my plane. Why has it gone off without me? Then. Then. Maybe then was when the guy gave you a dirty look. Okay. Perhaps. Then. This I never claimed this was chronological. Fair play. <laughs> then they were like, they put you in first class. Sick. So you're in the first class lounge, you drink a lot, you go to sleep, you wake up two hours late. No, maybe. <sighs> At some point you go on the first class plane. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember when you went to sleep. Okay. But you got drunk and you went to sleep. Slight wobble there, but well recovered, Abby. So, we discover the dead bodies in the toilet, Stacy does her classic murdering and soul-seeking, and we arrive at our friend Detective Duncan. There was a Scottish investigator mm-hmm. who was like, <laughs> I can't do that. Do it. <laughs> There's been a murder. <laughs> That came out better than I was expecting, to be honest with you. I couldn't even think of a Scottish person. Louis Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) There's been a murder, sweetheart. (laughs) What was the point? (laughs) Cool. I thought I could have gone far away. So there's been a murder, and you were like, cool, bitch. And you weren't traumatised at all, and you and your friends went and had a great holiday in Corfu and went to Lineker's bar. And that's exactly how it went. (laughs) (laughs) Sakiza certainly enjoyed that. Okay, it's time for her to tell us what actually happened on that eventful flight. Sakiza, please tell us a story. This is my story. Tash is getting married. And of course she's going big for the hen party. So where are we going? Corfu! Nice. There are about 10 of us going. Mm. We arrive early, 7am at the airport, check in and carry our hang luggage. Sharon had an arm injury, so she was the only one that checked in her suitcase. I did not hear about this. No, No, I dropped that. We did what we (laughs) (laughs) You made that sound like a personal editorial. (laughs) I caught it for the storytelling. We did what women normally do at the airport at 7am, get mimosas. Nice. We're debating between Nando's and Jamie Oliver's breakfast menu. <laughs> but I was anti-jerk rice, so we went to the airport version of Weatherspoons. I got told you went to Nando's. Came up. However, we, when we arrived, this Essex woman is cussing at the staff, complaining that her order is wrong or something. Oh, yeah. But regardless, we're going on a hen party. It's time to board and our energy levels are on a high. I thought you'd know each other better than Who that. is getting married? Tasha's getting married. We sing in the airport. Yeah, he dropped yeah. that. Right? Yeah, yeah. You, I think you made a lot of choices up to <laughs> Not fancy a solo? I forgot. It's a, Censoring it's a, women's it's voices. A, <laughs> <laughs> when does a man say something in the story? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting there. The Scottish man. <laughs> we sing as we're making our way to boarding. There's quite a few people waiting and boarding, and I clocked this Holly Oates-looking type man staring at me. 
So I stare at him back and then he licks his lips <gasps> and then I throw him a finger. Yeah. Yeah, we got that. Disgusting. I didn't get that. You didn't get that? <laughs> I didn't get the finger. I didn't get that. <laughs> you got the you were, you were given, <laughs> the, you were given <laughs> the finger. I didn't take it. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> to think that I would hook up with a guy like him before 6 p.m. But Corbyn, that important detail. Yeah, didn't, didn't, yeah. Six never got that. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that after. That's early. <laughs> That's mad. But anyway, we're going to Corfu. We get up to board the plane. The bride goes through few. However, as we make our way to the boarding desk, they stop me, Misha, Stacy, and Sharon. They tell us that our seat numbers have been changed and therefore we need to wait till everyone boards the plane. I get a phone call. It's the bride. What's going on? Oh, don't worry, we're coming, I say. Well, they better hurry up because it looks like it's getting packed, babe, and they're closing the airplane door. <gasps> the other girls hear the scream on the phone, see the plane moving backwards, and we all rush over to boarding desk. We all talk at the same time. Excuse me, why is the plane leaving without us? The stewardess looks scared and quietly goes to us, we can't get you on the plane. Oh, oh hell no. <laughs> I did not get that. I didn't say yeah, that. I did. Sure, I actually dropped that. Oh hell no! I would have liked As a white person, oh hell no! He felt <laughs> he couldn't do it justice. Uh, the stewardess looks proper scared and then t- says to us, "We can get you on the next flight and we can get you in first class." We all look at each other. Okay. A couple hours later, we're getting first class and we're gassed. We're excited and we're also very knackered. The air stewardess is nice but she reminds me of a bit of Tess Daly for some reason. Maybe because she's constantly smiling. I would have loved that detail. So I don't well, know that I'm I would sorry. Because I know exactly who that okay. is now. Me too. Yeah, I've you, got an, you got an image. Real, it's not yeah. Tessa Sanderson, the black javelin thrower. No, no, no. It was Tess Daly, the Strictly. Person. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she introduces herself so as well Shirley. Done. That's what she said. Shirley. She introduces herself as Shirley. Yeah, so you said Shirley first, did then I you changed it to Stacey. Stacey. Did I? I got told Stacey. I got Stacey. Yeah. You, I got Stacey. Stacey. you said Shirley, then you made it Stacey. Yeah, you know, did I? Yeah. Stacey's okay. a friend. I confused right. it with so her. Her name was Shirley. Yeah. Well, Stacey, sorry. I'm so sorry. Her name was Shirley, and she offers us a complimentary glass of Prosecco, which I declined. I'm tired. We spend the next two hours knocking back mimosas, though, and my head is buzzing. I initially wonder why the plane has only got four of us in first class. And then I'm like, who cares? We're in first class. One by one, we all knock out asleep from being so exhausted from the morning events. Mm-hmm. I awake in first class smelling heavy with perfume. The scent is so thick, it could have had a physical presence. A splitting wow. migraine happens, and it's only 11.30. I decide I needed a break from the alcoholic air and made my way to the toilet. A nauseating rotten smell had attacked me instantly. It came from the toilet. I have no clue why, despite this, I opened that door. The smell became deadly. Stacked up inside were two passengers from the first flight. Dead ones. (gasps) From the first flight? The sight was brutal. I recognised the rude woman who was angry that she hadn't got her breakfast order correct and the flirty man who basically was pervy. I went to find a hostess, but a man was blocking my way. He said his name was Deductive... Detective. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel much better. No, you've got to do it now. I have to hear the whole thing. Yeah. He said his name was it. Detective Duncan. In a. 
Okay, that's the first and last time we're doing that ever again. No, no, I need more. No, no. In a weird Scottish... At what point do you actually say he's Scottish? In a weird Scottish accent. Okay, it was weird. It was weird. But anyway, go on. And he was there to investigate the murder. He asked me to lead him to the crime scene. I reluctantly brought him there. He pulled out a magnifying glass and peered over the corpse pile. I can tell you these folks are in fact deceased. (laughs) Wait, all this was cut from this guy. I said that the magnifying glass was there. No, well done. It's it's all it's it's not important to the story, but go on. (laughs) Does he ever say there's been a murder? I, I, know, I think I, I, think I made murder? that up. Did, oh. <laughs> it's probably some dramatic flair on it. You just don't give a shit. <laughs> Isn't there some sort of clue as who might have done it, I say? Duncan swung and aimed his glass at me. Could it have been you, considering that you're the only one awake? I roll my eyes. It wasn't me. I turn back to the <laughs> Big reveal! <laughs> That's a great way to get out of... And yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, man. It wasn't me. Was I, was I was very really shaggy about it. Yeah. I was very was shaggy it about it. It wasn't me. Uh, he turned back to the corpses, crouching to inspect them. They haven't been dead long, he says. I need a breather, so I walk back to first class, leaving him with these bodies. What's going on? And this detective seems to have disappeared. My stomach became ill with terror. The silent room. I had to find a detective, but felt unequipped to be in this CSI episode. Then I bump into Shirley, the air stewardess. Where are you going? <laughs> I just, I and just. Where's she from Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get to my friends, please. And you're not supposed to be in here. I move to the right, and she blocks me. Then at light speed, Shirley lunges at me with a blade. <gasps> I dodge and run back into economy, and she's right. I'm blocked in. I'm behind the pilot's door. Did anyone get any of this? No, Why are no. you doing this? Did you kill those people? I say. I'm in need of souls, and I need every soul I can. Okay, I got, I got that got bit. Souls. I remember yeah. that bit. We got souls. I yeah. didn't get souls. You didn't have the souls. But... She's collecting souls. Yeah, I yeah. Think I said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bitch, you better stay away from me. <laughs> Bang! Shirley lands flat on the floor. My friends have saved me. The pilot and the detective Duncan comes out to see what craziness is going on, seeing Shirley covered in blood. We land finally. (laughs) We decide not to tell the rest of the girls about the plane madness and the plane murders. The police allow us to continue our holiday, but we have to speak to them when we get back. Me mostly, annoyingly. We reach at Corfu Airport to collect Sharon's suitcase. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Why are we waiting that long? Her bloody suitcase didn't even make the flight. Corfu is cursed. And that's exactly how it goes. Wow. Yeah. And did, did Shirley get her assholes? Get her asshole. <laughs> souls. Did she get her <laughs> souls? Did she get her souls? I don't know. She ended up on the floor and She's I think dead. she was arrested. She's I dead. think the moral of the story is that you should never eat cheese before you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that the moral homage? Or is it telling the same story over and over again with a bunch of funny people is always going to end in chaos? I think that's more likely. Nevertheless, we go again, and next week, it's the turn of Kai Samra. Surely he can't do a Kai on his own story. We'll have to wait and see. Play us out, Omid. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts to listen ad-free. You can start your free trial now by clicking Try Free at the top of the Please Tell Me A Story show page in the Apple Podcasts app.
You've been listening to Omid Jalili, Abby Clark, Sean Burke, Kai Samra, Sikiza, and Helen Bauer. This is Please Tell Me a Story, narrated by Polly Lloyd. The lead producer is Jemima Rathbone. The co-producer is Michael Dale. The assistant producer is Bashak Erten. Sound engineer, Josh Gibbs. Video engineer is James Weller. Production coordinator is Arshan Mohile. Marketing coordinator is Emily Webb. Assistant content producer is Jonathan Imieri. Additional production by Ben Johns, Lois Schaefer, and Abby Brock. Executive producers are Chris Skinner, Alex Lawless, and me, Ahmed Jalili. Please tell me a story.